You would think that with an NFC North Division title, the first NFC North Division title that the Detroit Lions have ever won, that uh, this podcast would be a celebratory show, and that, uh, you know, vibes are high, everything is great in the Detroit sports world, looking forward to that home playoff game, and all that jazz. But that is not the case. In fact, that is far from the case in the world of Detroit sports. I'll talk about Lions when we get there. But this show has taken a very, very somber tone the past week or so. And it's not too much because of anything personal. It's just the fact that our Detroit Pistons have set an NBA single-season record with losing their 27th consecutive game. Yes. And most people that listen to this show won't have listened to this show until after the Boston game, which, unless something absolutely crazy happens, they will have lost their 28th consecutive game, which ties a double-season record, if that makes sense, with the 76ers in the early 20-teens that lost a that had a 28-game losing streak that was over two seasons. Well, the Pistons don't have that luxury. They did this all over the course of one season. Yes. And and you know what's, what's even worse about it? Is that absolutely nothing has been done to try to win. Absolutely nothing. Monty Williams still refuses to play Jaden Ivey as much as he should. They, their rotations confuse the hell out of me. What's Tom Gores going to do? Oh, when Tom Gores was asked about selling the team, oh, that's a ridiculous statement. Outside of winning, look at all that we've done in the city of Detroit. Like what? Okay, you've helped. You've done a lot of charitable things that have helped the needy. That's what organizations should do. And let's not forget about that, but let's also realize that that's what organizations should be doing for their communities. Okay, they do that. But what about on the basketball court? I went to the Quick Lane Bowl on Tuesday this this week to watch Bowling Green in Minnesota. And a lot of years, in fact, 95% of years, I would go ahead and follow that up with a Pistons game right down the street. But you know what? This time I said no. And the reason why I said no is because of this losing streak. And the incompetence, the failure to care about it is what is so much worse about this 27 that's going to be 28 game losing streak. And if I'm wrong about 28-game losing streak, then you know what? Good for them. But that's the thing. Look at the Lions of 2008. Look at them. Kitna was hurt against San Francisco. He wanted to play a part in helping this team try to win a game. The coaches wouldn't listen to him, so he said, screw it, I'm going on IR. And that's what they did. 
And guess what the Lions did later in the season? They traded for Dante Culpepper. And they at least gave a half-hearted attempt to win a game. There were probably six or seven games of that season that ended in a one-possession loss, or it was within one possession with five minutes or less to go in the game. The Lions of 2008 at least gave a half-hearted effort. These Pistons, minus Cade Cunningham, minus Cade, and we'll talk about Cade in just a second. These Pistons, minus Cade Cunningham, have not given much of an effort at all. And this does not have anything to do with Coach Monty Williams. Monty Williams, I have said it before on this show, should not have been fired from the Pelicans. He shouldn't have been. He led the Suns to the NBA to the NBA Finals. They lost to the Bucks in six in 2021. But still, he led the Suns to an NBA Finals run. And who would have thought that back in 2016 when the Suns were about as abysmal as the Pistons are right now? Nobody would have thought that. So this does not have anything to do with Bonnie Williams. Yes, we can criticize about Jaden Ivey. I can understand that. 1,000%. But this does not fall on Monty Williams at all. It falls on Troy Weaver, who loves centers so much that he can't he can't think about trading somebody other than a uh, trading for somebody other than a center. And Tom Gores, who is more interested in seeing about what the Pistons can do outside of the court than what they can do inside the court. What is this misery that we see at Little Caesars Arena? This is absolute misery. Yes, even the movie Misery can quote that as much as you want. But this is exactly what it is for the state of the Pistons right now. It's infuriating, and just about every single Detroit-centric media source has said something about it, except for Troy Weaver and Tom Gorris. And even when they were pressed about it, they said, oh, just look at what we've done outside the the court. So what? We want a better product on the court, and we want it now. It's about time people start not going to Little Caesars Arena until they start winning games. And man, do I feel bad for Cade Cunningham. I really, really do. Because that man is giving it his all on the court every single night that this team takes the court. I know that Cade Cunningham might be listening to this and thinking, whoa, I'm doing everything I can. Cade Cunningham, yes, you are doing everything you can. This is not a this is not a ploy on you. You need help and you need help in the worst possible way. He's averaging in the 30s every night. He put up another 40 piece against the Nets. He's putting up double-doubles like crazy. I mean, the dude, the dude proved why he was the number one pick in this NBA draft. And you know what two teams are probably really happy that the Pistons are doing this? The San Antonio Spurs and the Washington Wizards. Because those teams are just about as pitiful as the Detroit Pistons, yet they somehow find a way to win every now and again. Hell, there was a stat where uh, the Pistons, Spurs, and Wizards had combined for one win over six weeks, I think it was. 
And guess what the one win was? The Wizards beating the Pistons. This is just abysmal. It is trash. It is just about every adjective, verb, noun you can think of negative. You have to think that way of the Detroit Pistons. In fact, they've been memed about so many times. In fact, I saw the meme just a couple of days ago. Hey, we can't we can't end this 2K hangout on a loss. We got to win. 4 a.m. Detroit Pistons. That just tells you the state of this franchise right now. It tells you how discontent I am with this and discontent that this continues to happen with no action. That's right. Oh, I'm sure there's probably something that they're thinking about, Troy Weaver's thinking about, okay, well, these centers didn't work. What other center could I get? Well, I don't know how to help you, Troy. And in fact, I'm all, I am almost rooting for this team to lose just to see how abysmal this streak can get. And it pains me as a Detroit, as a lifelong Detroit fan, pretty much, that I'm saying that about one of one of my teams that I've watched for so many years. But this is the state of our franchise right now. This is the state of the Detroit Pistons franchise, and it stinks. It stinks for me to talk about. It stinks for me to think about. It's like a, it's like there's no real reason for me to even watch. This team was two and one. At one time. To start the season. They were 2-1. and one, And I came on this show and I was saying. This team might win 30-35 to 35 games. And sneak into the playoffs. They're going to lose 30-35 to 35 games. Before they even get their 5th win. And they're right now on pace. To only win 5. Which is another stat I was going to. Throw on to this show. CBS Sports put on their uh, Insta feed. Worst single season record since 2000 in the four major North American sports. Guess where they all belong? Detroit. The NFL. 2008 Lions, 0-16. Of course, tied with the 2017 Browns. MLB, 2003 Tigers, 43-119, a 265 winning percentage. NHL 2019 Red Wings 1749 and 5 a 239 winning percentage even worse than the 03 Tigers Can you even believe that? Can you even fathom that? And of course these Pistons that I have been ranting about for the past few minutes ish on pace for according to CBS Sports on Instagram 5 and 77. Can you imagine that? 5 and 77. And now we now we ask the question, what has this roster done? The answer is not much besides Cade Cunningham, of course. Cunningham is averaging 23 a game. So he's doing his part, 7 assists, a steal, 4 rebounds. 3 of them defensive rebounds. Okay, so we've talked before. Cade's doing something. He gets a free pass on all of this because that man needs help and that man needs help immediately. Boyan Bogdanovich, when healthy, 
efficient. About 20 points a game, 19.9 according to the ESPN stats I have in front of me. Jalen Duran, 11 rebounds a game. Okay, so there's three guys that Cade would start in most NBA lineups. Bogdanovich would probably be a sixth man on half or more of NBA rosters. Jalen Duran would be somebody serviceable off the bench on good NBA rosters with the amount of rebounding he has. But again, we've talked about how they have really not played Jay Nivey much. Only started 10 games and 26 played. Maybe it's time to start Ivy because, well, nothing else has worked. Isaiah Stewart's gotten 28 starts out of, you know, out of all games played. 30, for 30 minutes a game, 10 points a game. I'm not sure if he would be serviceable on a lot of NBA teams now. Five defensive rebounds, seven rebounds a game. Okay, so maybe for rebounding purposes. Osar Thompson, we've, I've heard a lot of talk about his defense. Stats, 7.7.5 rebounds a game. So I guess this team is good, is decent at rebounding. And it's because, well, somebody's got to get the boards. But again, I can talk, I can stat it up. I can talk about trading it up. I can talk about how this team needs to pretty much clean house, which it does besides Monty Williams and Kate Cunningham. But the overwhelming point is, this is pitiful. This is abysmal. This is unwatchable. And why would... I have said it on the show before that somebody has to convince me, the Pistons themselves have to convince me to watch this product. And they have not in the last 28 games. 2-1 and one to start. As of the time of this recording, 2-29. and 2-28, and I'm sorry. 2-28, about to become 2-29, unless something crazy happens against the Celtics on this Thursday night that I'm recording. But that's pretty much the bottom line for you, is uh, at least for this show is. It's a somber day in uh, Detroit sports, and that I no longer could keep my mouth shut. In fact, even at my day job, we're talking about making columns about this abysmal team, because it is, it's just too much. Why should I watch in season tournament? Didn't get a win. It was a good gimmick. They didn't get a win there either. Good Lord, what were we thinking when this team started 2-1? and one? It is... I've used about as many adjectives as I, ha- as I could without using a cuss word. Because at the very least, I want this to be somewhat syndicated for people to hear. Because this is abysmal. It's unacceptable. And... When and when is it going to change? We were never given a promise on when it was going to change. And is Tom Gore as interested in selling this team? Hell no, he's not. Because 
He's more interested in seeing what's happening on the outside versus what's happening on the inside. And sometimes it's the inside that matters too. The insides are rough with this team. No doubt about it. And the Spurs and Wizards are probably sending thank you notes to this team because they would be the subject of the ranting if the Pistons did not go on this abysmal losing streak. That's going to be it for me about the Pistons because I've, I've just about run out of adjectives I could use without going to cuss words. But that's the state of this franchise right now. And it needs to change. Pronto. And whatever happens, this season's pretty much a loss now. I mean, there was a point where the Pistons were 5-23 and when they had Josh Smith. They got rid of Josh Smith and almost made the playoffs under Stan Van Gundy. But that's completely different. That is a completely different team and a completely different mindset, completely different scenario. This team stinks. And it needs to change.